This is a trigger warning that the following podcast talks about eating disorders and has a few swear words. If this affects you, please check the podcast show notes where resources are included. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the first episode of the Eat With Ali podcast. My name is Ali and welcome. So, the main topic we will be talking about on this podcast is eating disorders. I have had bulimia, but I hope that anybody that has an eating disorder can still come here and feel safe to have maybe similar feelings talked about, or just even if you have some sort of doubts with your body or yourself. This is the place to be, because I'll talk about things that I went through and also how I overcame it. I'll soon talk about a lot of anxiety that I went through and other struggles, because I've had my fair share of mistakes and hard times, but I've also try to overcome them and learn from everything that's happened and that's why I'm here today to try to be that person to help you do that too. The main reason that my biggest focus topic is going to be eating disorders is because first of all nobody talks about it. I swear the only references that I've seen about it is in some of my favorite movies and stuff by the way it's all over like movies and tv shows but It's a funny joke or just a a slight reference or something that is considered a good thing in the show. Like, my favourite movie back in the day was Wild Child and there was one scene where they were in the cafeteria and Poppy was like, "Eh, nah, I'm not going to eat this, ew. And then Drippy was like, is it anorexia or bulimia? Because if it's bulimia, don't eat someone's birthday cake because it's such a waste. There was also my favourite TV show, Pretty Little Liars where Hannah, the main character, had bulimia and she turned from someone that hated herself just simply because she was bigger to loving herself and being, you know, happy and confident and wooty woot all around town because she lost all the weight from binging and purging. That was literally my favourite show. I remember doing one of my woodwork classes. I made the, you know, the A, like the signature A, but I accidentally um, put it on back to front so it actually said A-. minus. Anyways, if you can imagine that, if I find it, I will show you somehow. But the point is, it is talked a lot about in movies and TV shows, but it's never discussed as to how to overcome it or why you shouldn't do it. And so because I would have loved to have more helpful resources when I was struggling, here we are with Eat With Ali. Because we have to eat, food is yummy, but we also have to make sure we are looking after our body and our mind. So to get into my disorder, I had it for about four years before I actually opened up and told someone that I was struggling. 
I will get into that shortly. At this stage, I was really into Pretty Little Liars and I loved Hannah. I loved her confidence. And it seems like the way she got her confidence was by losing all her weight. And she was beautiful both ways, but just the way that she suddenly had built up all this confidence and self-love and the way she started strutting through those hallways, I thought, wow, I've got to do this. This looks really great. I would love to feel that way. I would love to, you know, just feel that self-confidence. So I got into it and uh, I lost the little confidence that I had, if any, I don't really think I had much, which is what led me to being really invested in how my body looked to feel good about myself. <laughs> I remember when I first lost the weight, people would tell me, whoa, you've lost so much weight. And I'd be like, yep, that's right. Like all proud of myself kind of thing. But once I actually recovered, I had people tell me that I genuinely looked happier and healthier than ever which we love. Not that I'm saying you should try to find your self-worth based on other people's opinions and what they say to you, but it was helpful in times of doubt when my eating disorder and my mind were telling me that I'm getting too big or you're not skinny enough, just telling me everything that wasn't helpful. It was definitely refreshing to have an outsider perspective where they saw things different to me. So now that I've shared as to why I got into it, oh, and of course, because I felt really big and I didn't have much self-love when I started doing it so I thought if Hannah can do it so can I and nope it just it made me on a minus self-love I was negative self-love um I thought that well actually it was a great feeling seeing that my body was getting smaller in size but that didn't last for very long I always thought I was a bit too big I never really had much confidence or self-love and I felt that maybe if I got skinnier I would start feeling it but once I got really deep into the bulimic cycle I started hating myself even more and nothing was ever good enough no matter how small I was no matter how light the weight on the scale said I was it wasn't good enough and I just wanted to be smaller and skinnier and feel comfortable in my own skin which I feel more of now but it's not because of my body size I just find it so insane that all over the media they can reference eating disorders but there's such a lack of results as to how to overcome it or, you know, how to have the self-love in the first place that you don't need to do this or different ways to get healthy and love yourself without needing to damage yourself at the same time. Which is why I started my TikTok account. I share my experiences that I went through with my eating disorders so that if people can relate, they can feel, you know, less alone and know that there is people that understand what they're going through. When I was struggling, I really didn't feel like anybody knew or understood how I felt. So it really blocked me off from wanting to try and ask for help because I didn't think anyone would understand. And it just made me feel even more isolated with my eating disorder because I hadn't really heard anyone talk openly about the subject. So it made me fearful that even if I brought it up, that there would be no help either way. Plus, there was the fear that if I actually said that I needed help, that I would get the help. I didn't know if I was ready or if I ever would be. I did know I needed help, but I was also fearful of having to see my body change in size again. So I really just want to spread the love and support so that people know that they're not alone. I'll be cheering you on every step of the way through recovery and through the hard times, all of the above. But of course, we have to be our own biggest cheerleaders, so I hope to share how I became my own biggest cheerleader, which is why I'm here now. So, to give you my bulimia timeline, I kept my struggles to myself for about four years before I actually told someone that I had an eating disorder. This is also partially because I refused to admit and believe that I had an eating disorder. 
I had the people obviously that, you know, probably suspected that I was going through something, especially at the beginning, I didn't exactly know what I was doing. So I would vomit in the toilet very loudly, not realizing people could hear outside, even though it's just a, a door away. But that only made me try to hide it more. So I remember used to think that I had a skill to be able to vomit silently and just get away with it. I'm not going to share that because I'm not trying to get people on that bandwagon. I can't express enough how much it damaged me, both physically and mentally. But yeah, it's hard for people that haven't been through the same thing to understand how difficult and how much inner turmoil you're going through binging and purging. So... I closed up even more hearing that I was, you know, wasting food and stuff like that because that's not how I saw it. I saw it as a way for me to have control and to release all this food out of me and get skinnier and still be able to enjoy food because food is fucking yum, which is why we're eating with Ali, but in a healthy way, okay? There would have been quite a few people that might have had suspicions that I was bulimic, but how do they ask me about it there aren't resources on that nobody talks about eating disorders yeah how like I ate so much fucking food and I was the size of a stick I would sit on chairs and my bony ass would hurt and I was still determined to be smaller and thinner this podcast is not just going to be here for the people that are going through these struggles of course that is a big and main reason hello and welcome and you are loved and supported here but it's also for the people that may feel like there's someone in their life that may be going through this struggle and I'll try to help you come up with as much of an approachable way as possible to talk about these things and bring it up with them I'll try to base it off on what I would have liked to hear plus it's a good way for you to get a bit of an insight on how the other person may be feeling I'll make a whole episode on this because if I'm honest I think that most people will have some sort of retaliation or defensiveness if this is brought up because it's a scary thing to talk about I didn't even want to heal for a very long time I wouldn't and I thought I couldn't so what was the point it was my way of having control you know being able to feel that relief of taking that food out of me and feeling empty again and seeing myself getting smaller at the stage when I could start to feel that my mental health was deteriorating, I didn't even link it to my eating disorder for a long time. It took me to my lowest and most anxious points to link the two and want to finally do something about it. There was a stage where I had a relapse once. So the first time I stopped because I could finally start to see that I was maybe too skinny and I think it was at the stage where I started hitting the gym and I could not gym and lift weights and all this whilst feeling so weak and so tired and just mainly weak. I was so weak all the time that it was a struggle to lift things and I I could feel that strength in me and and going to the gym really made me want to push myself to get into a better shape but in a healthy way highly recommend pts they were awesome yeah so i had to start eating more and soon after realizing that i couldn't (laughs) i I tried to eat more and then keep a little bit in so i would try to vomit halfway through instead of up to the normal amount where i would vomit until i could feel the acid in my mouth from coming up all the way to me that was my indication that nothing else was left inside me but when i realized that i couldn't just vomit halfway 
and it was still making me feel so weak and reliant on vomiting, I realized that I might have to start trying to keep some meals in, which is what led me to stage one of telling someone what I was going through. So at this stage, the closest way that I had come to telling somebody about my eating disorder was, uh, I guess I was beating around the bush a lot. Like I might reference, oh, you know, I'm pretty tiny, but I also eat a lot. Or I just kind of asked to have some sort of reminder that maybe to stop eating now. Because I was eating so much, like I was binging, and then people just didn't know that after that I would go and vomit it all out. So me asking people to give me an ever so friendly reminder to maybe, you know, cut the crap and stop eating was my way of asking for help to stop the binging without actually saying that I needed help with an eating disorder. I'll focus a whole episode on how I stopped binge eating, but in the meantime, if you wanted to look at my TikTok, I have many videos on how I stopped binge eating. But I would never actually say, listen, I have an eating disorder and I need help. And when I finally got to that stage, I was at a point where I was making a few better decisions and I started reflecting on my life at what needed to be changed. And this was one of them. I knew that I needed help and because I now started gymming, I wanted to have that help. And I struggle to say wanted because I'm not sure if it was want. It was more like I, I deep down knew I needed that help. Yeah, I'd say it was more that because obviously I had that big, big fear that if I stopped doing what I was doing, that I would get bigger and start hating myself even more. But at this stage, I really didn't like myself. So yeah, I think the biggest fear was getting bigger. Finally opening up and telling someone how I was feeling oh was that a relieving feeling that weight that came off my shoulders was astonishing and I am so thankful that I finally had the courage to do it it was difficult I would highly recommend to choose someone that you trust that you know cares for you and wants to support you and has the patience to listen I think I spent about one to two hours just sobbing and trying to spit out the words and actually like not not beat around the bush anymore but to flat out say I have an eating disorder I am bulimic and that's why I recommend choosing someone that is patient and you know cares for you because I dead set was probably like maybe for an hour and 45 minutes of that just going <laughs> I, I I I and like I'm only laughing because it's it's crazy to think that I had so much fear just to tell someone how I felt. This was the first time I had said it aloud, even to myself, that I have an eating disorder, I am bulimic. So it was a struggle, but I'm glad I can look back now and see this as my turning point. Finally admitting that there was something going on just opened up so many new doors for me to heal and to see myself through a different eye and to start learning self-love. When this happened, I was told okay like let's try to start now let's not you know let's not vomit tonight we'll see how you go and I was like no I just kind of want one more night to it to kind of say 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 my last goodbyes but no if you don't start now like you will never be ready you just have to start now I didn't think I was ready to share my experiences on TikTok when I made my first eating disorder video it was like having to you know expose myself but it's not exposing myself it's something that I went through it is a struggle but it is also something that I can help others get through 
I had my fears. I had my fear of judgment, my fear of criticism, but I knew that this is something that I really wanted to help others with and I had to face that fear, push it to the side and think about the bigger picture and if this got around to the right people, what it can actually do. So ask yourself, are you thinking with fear or are you thinking with love? So I chose to stop looking at this with fear and instead look at it with love, love for myself and the love that I want others to have for themselves. So get rid of that fear. Start thinking with love. Put yourself love first. Get it. I, I'm pretty sure I had a few setbacks, but I would just start again. I set a calendar date on my phone of the date. If you don't have to write like, no binging poaching today, you can just, you know, maybe have like a food symbol on it or something, something to you that represents to you that this is the day that you can, you can remember that you stopped the binge and the purge. Or whatever the eating disorder may be. Or whatever struggle it is. This works for anything, really. I did it for a few other things that I'll get into at some point. Yeah, so you set that day and set that reminder. Make it monthly, weekly, daily. Just as many times as you feel is right to keep motivating you to keep going. Like, you remember Snapchat streaks. Everyone's like, oh my god, yes, 100 days. Use that same happiness for sending a Snapchat of your face to somebody else for many days in a row. Wow, congratulations. To improve your mental health, your physical health and your well-being, to improve you. Have that same excitement. I reached 100 days of no vomiting. How good would that feel? And even if it's one day, I didn't vomit today. Fuck yeah, that is awesome you can go from one day to a week to a month to a year keep going and yes there may be setbacks but one important thing that I learned as well is not to look at your setbacks as failure and as something to beat yourself down on because who would want to keep going and trying this thing that you've made yourself feel guilty for failing no get rid of the word failure get rid of put downs focus on the achievements you had So even when I had a setback, I wouldn't look at it as, oh, you fucking suck, you did it again. That's what I would do it at the beginning and I struggled to make progress. So I would change that and I would just say, okay, I've come this far. I would focus on the good feelings that I felt. You know, I made it through. I had that uncomfortable feeling of keeping that food in me. Yes, it was uncomfortable. It was really uncomfortable. I would, (laughs) I remember sitting there in silence just going through hell in my head like my eating disorder telling me nah this is why we don't keep food in you because you feel like shit but I also felt like shit when I would vomit it out I felt that guilt from taking it out of me I after a while I knew that I was damaging myself I started to feel it but I was still in denial for a long time but deep down like I know and I'm sure you might know too that you were hurting yourself more than any gain so yes in those moments when I was struggling with the uncomfortable feeling of that food inside me I would try to distract myself and even if I was like you know watching a movie listening to a podcast I might still be sitting there in silence and really my head is like get the food out get the food out get the food out but I would fight through it and remember those feelings in the moments of doubt because the aftermath of fighting through that uncomfortable feeling and letting the food digest you know it's you feel less full less bloated and you feel more empowered and more happy with yourself I was strong enough to push through it and I can do it again so even on those setbacks if maybe you know you have a time where you vomited out because you know it was just a rough moment for you that is okay you are trying to heal 
it is not as simple as I've decided I'm not going to vomit, I'm not going to vomit. There's going to be a lot of fighting you're going to have to do with yourself mainly. But I'm telling you that it is worth it and I'm here to help you through it. So one of the biggest things that helped me was not putting myself down on my setbacks because why would I want to try it again? Why would I want to try it again if I have just made myself feel like shit for not getting it right the first time? We are the ones that is going to get us through this at the end of the day. So we are also the ones that need to be our biggest supporters and our biggest cheerleaders. So now back to my recovery journey the first time. I just try to cold turkey it. As I said, I would just, if I had any setbacks, I would try to cheer myself on. But what I was doing was just purely focusing on eating and not vomiting it out. So I... I feel like I was only eating just a bit less than my binging portions. Oh, actually, no, it would have been way less than my binging portions, but still quite a lot. Um, I was kind of still getting the grasp of controlling how much I ate as I was so used to something else. So if this happens with you, trust the process. So when I started seeing that my body was getting bigger, I became really uncomfortable with it. And this was also during COVID when the big lockdown hit, I started to become more self-conscious about my body especially because I could gym less and this sent me back on relapse I went back to the binge and purge and it started the same way as it did before me thinking oh I'll just vomit a few times just to if I felt like I ate way too much this one meal I would just try to vomit that out but that turned into me vomiting just as much as I did in the first place if not more I ate one one not even a block of chocolate, like a cube of chocolate. I would vomit it out after. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm, Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. It just became back to me relying on binging and eating and vomiting straight out. 
At this point, even the first, like the first time I recovered, I hadn't discovered the link between mental health and physical health with eating disorders. So the first time I really quit just because I was trying to gym and get on a better lifestyle at this point of my life, I was really changing like a lot around and trying to be a better version of me and just learn from all my mistakes and be better. So the second round that I started up thinking that I could just stop again when I wanted to, not remembering everything that I just went through for some reason, more focusing once again on the body. This round, I discovered the even harder truth that mental health was related to physical health. I'd always had like a lot of anxiety and self-doubt and no self-worth, but I was kind of building it up going to the gym. But now looking back, I realized that that was building up again because of the strength that I had, you know, with the weights or seeing myself get a bit of a booty, which is great. But once again, I was finding my self-worth in my physical appearance which is not really self-worth that self-worth comes in from the person that you are and that you want to be and how I see myself but not based on just purely my looks I realized just how anxious I was just how unhappy I was catastrophizing everything I was turning my imagination into my reality my head was telling me so many lies that I believed to be true I had no trust in anything. I had no trust in anyone. I didn't trust myself, but I listened to that voice inside my head that was telling me that I was going to be hurt and telling me all these false truths. And I listened to it and I convinced myself that it was true and I believed it. So as painful as this wake-up call was, I really needed it and I'm so thankful that I had it. It is why I'm here today. It's why I'm here to try to help you get through it as well and see a brighter version of yourself and to love yourself for who you are and what you look like not just bring yourself down for absolutely anything that you can so to talk about some of the main emotions and feelings I had when going through my eating disorder I would say the biggest one was guilt I'll try to add a sound effect to that so it sounds cooler yeah I felt guilt when I would eat I would feel guilt when I kept food in and I would feel guilt when I vomited it out. So there was no in between. There was always some sort of emotion relating to guilt with how I felt and how I looked. This ties into why it's both mental and physical. Literally, your mind is deteriorating when you're not feeding it. You're not feeding it nutrition. How's it supposed to function if your body can't function? Like think of think of jobs where you have to use your brain all day. It's mentally draining and then you have physical jobs which will physically drain you and maybe some of them do both. So how the hell are you supposed to function if you're not feeding yourself, you're putting yourself down and you're damaging your body by like vomiting stuff back up or maybe if you're struggling with not eating at all, you're not feeding yourself any nutrition in the first place. But personally, I found that it started getting to a stage where when I vomited, I would have to sit down because I felt so dizzy and weak and sick after it. I would feel that temporary, emphasis on the temporary, relief that the food was now out of me. But that soon resulted into, fuck, I just did it again. I had to vomit it out of me. But there is this compulsive, desperate need to take that food out of you once you eat. 
And yes, I felt that bit of satisfaction taking it out of me, but that didn't last long. And the more I started thinking about it afterwards that I was, you know, I had done it again. I had vomited it out again. Why am I doing this? Why am I like this? It just made me feel even more upset. And I didn't know how to get out of the cycle. I also struggled a lot with comparing myself to other people and why they could control how much they ate and I couldn't. By the way, comparison is the killer of joy. So that's something you also have to stop. Stop comparing. We are on our own journey. There are some things that we might excel at and there are some things that we may struggle a bit more with. And that is okay. The point is that we are there for ourselves and the point is that we want to look after ourselves and start putting ourselves first because it is a great feeling. I'll have a separate podcast on how I discovered self-love and how it feels, but I would say that the more I open myself up to letting self-love in, the more that I was willing to keep trying and working on myself and believing in myself and having courage to try new things and to fight through the tough times. And self-love wasn't easy to find, but I went from not believing I could have it or thinking I deserved it to loving it and wanting to discover more and wanting to help you find it too. So once I had acknowledged the link between my physical and mental health being affected by my eating disorder, I asked myself this difficult question to answer, but a very important question. Here it is. What is more important to me? Is it more important for me to make myself be skinny? Or is it more important to me to feel self-love, to look after my body for helping me function, to stop feeling so guilty, to stop letting my anxiety control and consume my thoughts, to feel love and trust, to stop taking out my pain on others, to save relationships that are important to me, to heal and be greater than I was before, to stop feeling weak and to stop having my focus of where's the nearest bathroom and why am I like this, why do I feel like this. So although it was being skinny versus all these other options, It's not always going to be the easiest decision to make. At this point, I was really just, I knew what I wanted to do because I saw the things that I was losing and the person I was becoming, just reliant and being controlled by my eating disorder and knowing what I will lose if I keep this up. So even asking myself such a simple, straightforward question, it changed everything because I compared what I was gaining to what I was going to lose. And what I was losing so I stepped up I acknowledged that this was going to be a difficult time I'd been through it before I knew what I was up against but I know what is more important to me the size of my stomach was not going to control my life I thought I had the control when I would vomit out the food but I realized now that I actually had the control once I stopped the binge eating and I stopped the vomiting my eating disorder was the one that was in control before that I acknowledged that my eating disorder was a habit that I had created, so just as I started it, I had to get rid of it. It's about making the small changes every day that will get you to your goal. So if you're going to try to recover, I want you to imagine you are going on a holiday and every dime that you... dime... dollar that... I mean if you save dimes then that's awesome, but here we save dollars. Uh, If you're going to save a dollar a day, you will be a step closer towards a holiday where you can be happy and spend. If you put that into terms of, you know, your eating disorder, if you try to resist the urge to binge and purge every day, you are a step closer to a life where you don't have to worry about those things as much and you can focus on loving yourself and being happy and less anxious. Wow, imagine a life where you feel less anxious. Doesn't that sound amazing? I I, I was kind of trying to sound like an advertisement, but 
more passion, more passion. Wow, doesn't that sound amazing? Imagine being less anxious. Imagine living a life where you don't have to look at your tummy every five fucking seconds. Imagine eating a controlled amount and then being like, yum, that's yummy. Let's let this food digest and chill out. And imagine just feeling love for yourself and not making every focus about what you look like and not having to think about your eating disorder all the time. Doesn't that sound great? I hope that sounded better. So I want you to try to think about things that will benefit your life if you stop focusing on your eating disorder and try to recover. My example with the question I asked about what is more important, I hope that some of the beneficial points that I added in that makes sense to your own life. But think if there's certain things that personally relate to you that you can add to that list. Relate it to things that you were passionate about that you almost had to put on hold because of your eating disorder. Like as I said with going to the gym, I felt so weak because I was vomiting up before I went to the gym and I wouldn't keep anything in me. It was making me weak and dizzy when I tried to lift weights. So I can add that to my list of benefits as to reasons why I should stop my binge and purging. Make it personal, write it down. Write it on your phone notes, say it in your head. I would recommend maybe writing it down somewhere just so if you're in doubt, you can come back to this cheat sheet. At the beginning especially, it's going to be difficult to think about the reasons as to why you were trying to stop the binge and purge or your eating disorder. Because it comes back to habits. You've thought such a certain way all this time, your brain is not automatically going to think of the reasons why you shouldn't do it. So create a cheat sheet, create a script inside your head to try to think of in those moments of doubt, those uncomfortable moments where you want to go back to your eating disorder ways. Think about the benefits and think about the times where you have shown some sort of improvement. Remember those empowering feelings that you have felt when you have fought against your eating disorder. It honestly feels great and it's all about how we think. So if we start to focus on the reasons why something is good rather than why something is bad, it will happen. Try not to focus on your body changing. Acknowledge it. It's important to acknowledge it because it may happen. It's it's most likely going to happen. And I feel like that was a big part of my relapse at the beginning because yes, I did know that I would see changes in my body, but I almost, I don't don't think I quite accepted it as I should have. But the second time round, I saw it happen to me before. I knew my body was going to change, but I no longer feared it as I used to. I really felt like my eating disorder isolated me even more than isolation because I had nobody to talk to this about. I, I really struggled to find someone that could actually understand what I was going through. And I'm so, so thankful that I was able to, you know, speak the words and say, I need help, I'm struggling, I have an eating disorder. I'm so proud that I was able to do that. And I would hope by listening to this, it may inspire you to do the same. Think about who you care about and who you know cares about you. Or if you're not ready to open up to somebody quite yet, even try to say it to yourself in front of the mirror. Tell yourself, I have an eating disorder. I'm struggling with this. I'm struggling with that. Literally, I find being able to acknowledge and admit it to someone, and especially yourself, especially yourself, it will make quite a difference. Because once you admit it, you can do something about it. If you stay in denial, how can you you know, begin recovery if you can't even admit what you're struggling with. And I know it is definitely easier said than done. So even if you go away from this podcast and you can just ask yourself that important question, what is more important to me? And even if it is to be more skinny at this stage, 
you've asked yourself the question and even doing that is showing a bit of progress because you thought and compared options against being skinny as priority. Reflecting and taking accountability was a huge part of the beginning of my journey to heal because once I admitted everything that I was struggling with and what I was losing and how I was feeling, I realized that is not how I want to feel anymore. And as scary as eating disorders are to talk about, I feel like they also need to be talked about. We have so many things out there mentioning eating disorders, but nothing on how to heal and why we shouldn't be doing it. I mean, I'm sure there's some, but I haven't found as much as I would hope to. And I feel like it's hard to find the words sometimes to express how we feel. So if you can come to this podcast and find a safe place to feel heard, I would love to be that person for you that you can try to begin to open up and try to seek help because it's scary and there are people out there that don't understand what we're going through so this is going to be a safe space where you can feel heard and hopefully open up as well because in our times of struggles we don't want to hear oh just stop feeling anxious why don't you just stop eating when you feel full why don't you just control yourself why are you wasting food like oh what why didn't I think (laughs) how silly of me I did not think to stop eating when I was full (laughs) Whoa, I did not think to just stop being anxious. What the heck? You are a genius. Thank you so much. How did I not think? No, (sighs) as if it could be that easy. And I'm sure these people have the best of intentions, but I understand that it's not as simple as that. And I'm sure that it's not as easy as that for you either. And if it is, then send me some of that. So here we are going to work through these problems and once again I can't stress enough that actually telling someone what you are going through is going to make such an impact because although it makes the problem real and that can be really frightening, it is also going to begin your healing process. So maybe you're not quite ready yet to start a recovery journey, but I'd hope that by listening to these podcasts you can find the strength that you have and try to heal. And maybe that's why you haven't opened up about your eating disorder yet because maybe you're not ready to heal yet maybe you don't want to and that's okay because this is a process and it's not easy just to change your mindset like that if you've thought such a certain way for such a long time it makes sense why you were afraid to make a difference i certainly was but here we are going to work together to feel what we feel and to be proud of every single accomplishment that we do to try and heal even if they seem small to you we're going to celebrate all the wins and encourage ourselves to keep going And I want you to say to yourself that I am stepping out of my comfort zone. You are stepping out of your comfort zone. How scary. But it will honestly be so helpful and so beneficial. And think of that holiday that I talked about before. Think of the holiday. Think of a happy life where you don't have to constantly think about your body, your size and guilt. No one likes feeling guilt. It is time to turn that guilt into motivation to be better. Remember that if you're not feeding your body, you're not feeding your mind. I'm just going to quickly read you one of my TikTok videos that I made. So if you haven't seen it, this one's dedicated to you. Just so you know you're not alone. So without further ado, here we go. That feeling when you're struggling with an eating disorder and it feels like no one understands what you're going through. There's the fear of opening up and asking for help. The fear of no one caring. The fear of being judged or criticized. So instead of opening up and asking for help, you continue to suffer in silence and you become more reliant on your eating disorder for control and comfort. The stronger your eating disorder, the weaker your self-love. But yeah, that's how I felt for a very long time, so I put it into words and shared with you all. Thank you for coming.
I write these to send a message to people out there that may not feel like anyone understands what they feel like, as I have. So let's get rid of the fear to ask for help, so instead we can focus on loving ourselves and for putting our health and well-being as priority. So although not everyone's story will be the same, you will find support, motivation and encouragement here. I hope that within time you will feel safe to open up and ask for help. It's not easy, but it certainly is worth it. And we're going to get you there. I want you to know that you have the strength to heal and fight this, even if you don't believe it yet. Even if you're not quite ready to start your healing process yet, I hope that you can try to consider maybe telling someone how you feel. I'm so grateful for all of the support that I've had, and I wouldn't have it if I didn't open up and express how I felt. It really just made me feel like I could make a difference, and I have, but it wouldn't have happened if I didn't first say how I felt and opened up and acknowledged that I was struggling. So even if you're not quite ready to start your healing journey yet, just acknowledging that you're struggling and saying aloud that you need help and try to say what you need help with as well. Like me, I said, I have an eating disorder with bulimia. <laughs> I think it was extremely hard for me to say the word bulimia, especially. So fight it, fight your fears, fight everything that your eating disorder is telling you not to do. Your brain's probably going, stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it. If you say it, it's going to make things true. And we don't want that because we must be skinny and hurt you to be that way. Nap, 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 nap. That's enough. As awesome as it sounds to have a flat tummy, we want to make sure that we are doing it in a healthy way that won't destroy our lives in the process. And maybe you're not quite ready to hear that yet or accept it on your side. And that's okay because it's all a healing journey and everyone's going to have different stages to it. It's all about the perspective. Like I could literally go back and look at some of my old photos when I had my eating disorder. And I was very much smaller than I am now and I had no idea no absolute clue if people told me I was skinny I'd just be like yeah yeah okay thank you appreciate it but I don't necessarily believe you and now I can look back and be like whoa they were right I was the one that wasn't able to see myself as I was and although it's sad to think that I didn't know this at the time I'm so grateful that I'm at a spot now where I can tell the difference so let's get you there too love ourselves for who we are Oh, and quick side note, I can't wait for the day when I can look back at these podcasts and think, wow, look how I was speaking then to how I am now. And you know why there'll be a difference? Because, say it with me, practice makes perfect. Woohoo! So let's keep practicing to get to our goals. Let's keep not trying to binge, keep not trying to look down on ourselves and work towards a happier, healthier version of us. Also, you'll be the first to know that I have now created a Discord group. This is going to be a supportive place where we can all come together and talk about our daily struggles or achievements. So if, for example, you are trying to recover from binge eating, if that day you didn't binge eat, share it in the group. Say, I didn't binge eat today. Everyone will congratulate you. Woohoo, yeah. We're all going to be each other's like accountability partners and just share how we're feeling so that everyone feels like they have that support. And say in the same scenario, maybe you were trying to stop the binge eating but you binged ate that day you can share in the group and just express what you went through acknowledge what you did and accept it share maybe ways that you could improve next time and what you did great that time or something that you did differently just share your experience and we'll all be there to support you and cheer you on for trying and being brave enough to share even when times are rough that's awesome it really is 
So feel free to join if you are a supportive person that also wants to receive support and try to make a difference. Or even if you're, you know, considering maybe making these changes, you can join the group and see what it's like to have that encouragement and see people's stories and know that you're not alone and that you can make these achievements too. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. But yeah, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I'm so, so proud of you for making it to the end and gaining a new insight and just hearing experiences as to how and why eating disorders affects people. And of course, for listening to me. So I hope that you feel heard and supported and I would love nothing more than to help you through this recovery journey. And as our wonderful Winnie the Pooh says, you are greater than you believe. Ooh, that is not what he says. He says you are braver than you believe and you are stronger than you seem. You are also greater, okay? So that's my added bonus to the quote for you. Anyways, I hope you have a wonderful day. Sending so much love and care to you. Remember that you have the strength and the courage to heal. Even if you don't believe it right now. Remember the winning the poot quote I just said with my added bonus. Okay? And remember to eat with Ali. Bye everyone. Can't wait to speak to you all soon.